Are you one of the many couples who began your relationship in what we call the high octane or honeymoon stage, but now life has you wondering, where did all that love and connection go? Hey, if this sounds like part of your current story, welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. We want to help you experience God's best in marriage, a relationship that is stronger, deeper, and more exciting than ever before. So meet my wife and co-host, Stuart Anderson. And he's my husband and co-host, Dr. David Anderson. It's time for you to become the heroes of your marriage story. So let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. We are so thrilled to be with you today because we're going to talk about something very real and very common in marriages. And we're going to speak to you about it, not only from our experience in talking with other couples, but from our own lives. (laughs) We sure are. You know, frequently, I will hear from our listeners who say, I feel like I've known you and Stuart after listening to your podcast. And I had someone say that just the other day. You know, we love feedback and especially that type because it tells us that we're just keeping it real with you. We always want to be authentic with you. No question. So speaking of authenticity, what do couples do when they are not experiencing that in love feeling towards their spouse? You know, that high octane or that honeymoon phase that Stuart and I speak about in marriage. I think this is a great thing to talk about because the truth is there are times when we aren't feeling all that connected to our (laughs) spouse. It could be for many reasons. It could be we're just not liking them very much at the time. (laughs) It could be that we're mad or it could be simply that we're focused on other pressing things like work or taking care of a parent. Mm-hmm. We've simply been distracted and not able to nurture our marriage. But the end result is we aren't experiencing those in love feelings, not feeling that high octane energy. Yes. And actually, that's what I mean in our intro when I say, Life leaves you wondering, where did all that love and connection go? See, I think Stuart is right. There are times when we aren't feeling that happily ever after thing. So the question is, does that mean there's a problem? Well, I think the answer is no, not always. I think all couples have those moments or days of not feeling that in love energy. I do think it can be a problem, though, when it becomes an everyday existence. You are so right about that, Stuart. Listen, if we had a magic wand and could zap like this high octane, you know, those in love feelings into marriage every day, we would do it. Like starting with our own marriage. But it's not practical. I think we have been sold a big lie by these romance novels and movies. You know, as C.S. Lewis says, and I I love him as an author, he says this, our experience has been colored by these influences, that is, novels and movies and whatnot. And it takes patience and skill to disentangle the things we have really learned from life ourselves. What have we learned from our life experiences, that marriage is a sacred relationship where two people journey 
through a life of highs and lows. Oh, I think that brings us to this first point. It's important that we keep our expectations in check. Mm. Our marriage can be full of romance and energy, but there will be those days or maybe even a short season of marriage without that high octane energy. David and I believe that the high octane people feel during that early period of, of getting connected and establishing a relationship, it can get redefined into something far greater and deeper. Mm. It's there still attraction and romance and sexual energy. Well, of course, but now the high octane is not driven by mere attraction, but the connection we experience, it comes from the journey itself. Mm. The action of love and not the feeling is what assures the ongoing connection. So can there be love without high octane? That in love feeling? The answer is absolutely yes. I think this is where our wedding vows become so important. They're really the foundation of the marriage life. That is I promise to love you until I die. It's not, I promise to feel head over heels about you every day of my life until I die. Right. You know, David, that's so true. The promise of the wedding vow is to act out love. That's what keep, keeps couples connected. Mm. We don't always get that right. Exactly. We have that in our own story of not getting that right. That is so true. I'm, And I'm Really glad you brought that up, actually. Stuart and I have often expressed to our audiences that if we could somehow turn back time and have a redo in our first marriages, my goodness, we would do it as grateful as we are for each other. So please, never look at us and think, oh, maybe the grass is greener the second time around. Because listen to me, it's not. What makes grass greener is fertilizing and watering it. That is, acting on the promise to love even when you don't feel in love at a moment of time. Oh, I so agree with that. So I want to go back to the point you were making about the marriage vow. The promise is not to feel all of this high octane for your spouse every day of your life until you die. The promise is to love your spouse until the day you die. You know, when David and I were considering what we would say for our wedding vows, we wanted it to be about the action of love, not the feeling of love. So we decided that it would be be fitting to use the Apostle Paul's words in 1 Corinthians 13. And we mentioned this in episode number 22 called Marriage Dress Code, Never Take It All Off. We encourage you to go back and listen to that one. As many of you know, we call this the love chapter. Many people call this the love chapter. And Paul communicates what the action of love is. Now, I want to read it to you. So listen carefully. Even if you've heard it several times before, listen to it and pay attention to the action of love. Mm. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, 
and endures through every circumstance. Mm. These are all action choices we make with our spouse, regardless of how much in love we feel at a given moment. Wow. And by the way, nobody is saying this is easy. In fact, it's impossible to do this on your own or, or, or on our own. We will always need a God who is much bigger than us to help us do the humanly impossible. Well, let let me, can I just interject here? Sure. That is describing perfect love. Mm. And you and I have had many discussions on this podcast about giving each other grace for being imperfect. So let's just throw that in Giving one another grace for our imperfect love. Right. Exactly. Right. So our promise to our spouse is to act on our love during the journey versus a promise of feeling in love every day of our life. Listen, you know, it would make sense that we need to lose the word should in our narrative about marriage. That is, I no longer have the belief that I should feel in love all the time with my spouse. And if I don't, there is something really wrong with my marriage. No, there is something really human about your marriage. (laughs) Exactly. But I want to say something here. Those times when we notice that it's a low octane season or week or day, we need to act on it. It's important that we initiate conversation with our spouse. Now, not in a finger pointing way or blaming way, but with a desire to problem solve it, to get an agreement about what the situation is. No question. Couples need to make a habit of creating the necessary space to have authentic conversation without blame. Um, Begin conversation about taking action. Listen, remember... Our wedding vows are a promise to turn towards one another, whether it's during high or low octane. But I do believe couples can also continue to experience those thrilling in love feelings, those feelings of romance and excitement towards your spouse. I think that's true. But if the low energy goes unchecked or you don't talk about it, it will fuel emotional distancing. And that's a danger zone for couples. The distancing can become a way of life. Wow. Yes. So what does it mean to turn towards each other in conversation? It's having an agreement that we must solve the low octane. Watch this folks together. Once again, that's what we vowed on our wedding day. Oh, exactly. We can begin asking questions such as, is this a season of exhaustion or stress? And if so, have a conversation about how to support each other during that season. Or are there feelings of resentment that one is harboring? And if so, be real about it without judgment. We talk about this in our episode number 21, how to remove resentment in marriage. That one is so important to listen to. Yes, it is. And you know what? Finally, If there is that low octane, friends, make plans to reconnect spiritually, relationally, and physically. You know, it it really begins with this notion of turning towards each other 
and having conversation. In fact, you know, this turning towards each other, if, if you leave with anything off of this episode, have that phrase in your mind, mm-hmm. like our vow, the vow that Stuart and I made to one another essentially was during times of struggle, during times of low octane, that we would turn towards each other mm-hmm. versus away from each other. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's so much more that can be said about this feeling of love versus the action of love that we're talking about. But we would like to give you a call to action. Here's our number one. Listen to this episode with your spouse. Then have a conversation about your wedding vows. What was your promise to each other? Yeah, and secondly, What would it mean for you both to make the grass greener in your marriage? That is, what are some ways you can fertilize and water your marriage, the one you're in right now, so to speak, to experience that high octane, watch this, that is driven by connection. High octane is driven by by connection. Yes. And thirdly, we want you to be sure to come up with some ways to bring the action of love to your marriage, as Paul spoke about in 1 Corinthians. Then talk about it throughout the week. Catch the other person making that choice by acknowledging them and expressing your appreciation. And by the way, be sure to move towards your spouse when you're having those in love yes, feelings, not just with conversation, but physically. Yes, I'm it's all about it. <laughs> always good to enjoy that kind of energy when it's mutually present. <laughs> That's a great point, Stuart. Listen, hey, everybody, let's drive the red truck in our marriage this week. Bye for now. Folks, thank you so much for listening to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. We are so honored that you would spend time with us. Yes, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you will never miss an episode. You know, and one of the ways you can help us help others is to leave a review on your podcast platform. Whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts, you can leave a review seriously. It really helps us reach other couples. Again, thank you for letting us be a part of your marriage story. And until next week, bye for now.